Hey everybody, welcome to the Matt West Now podcast. I am your host. That's right, you guessed it, Matt West. My guest this episode is my dear friend, Aubrey O'Quinn. Aubrey is a wife, a mother. She's a cancer survivor. And many of you might recognize her if you've been around the PBR or followed along with some of the things that I've done. Might recognize Aubrey as the executive director of the Western Sports Foundation, an organization that does so incredibly much for so many people, uh, not just in bull riding, but across the Western space. We'll get into all of that. Um, I encourage you to check out the Western Sports Foundation. You can log on to Instagram, probably the easiest way, or Facebook, and just search Western Sports Foundation. I'll get to Aubrey in just a couple of moments, but you know, you've also heard me talk about my good friends at WSM Auctioneers. Now, whether you're looking for a side-by-side, a welder, uh, heavy machinery, a new tractor, even a new automobile um, that might fit your needs a little better than maybe something straight off of a, a lot and you don't want to deal with the hassle of a car salesman, well, they've got everything. I know Christmas is around the corner. WSM Auctioneers, they have an auction every second Saturday of the month. And it's all online. They make it easy for you. It's open to everybody. You can bid online, and it's that simple. WSMAuctioneers.com. They're based out of Phoenix, Arizona. Um, But, again, it doesn't matter where you are. WSM Auctioneers sale second Saturday of every month. I know I just said this, but I will remind you again, Christmas is right around the corner. But so is summer. In the blink of an eye, the sun's going to be shining again. Where I am right now, the sun is shining. It is bright. It is beautiful. Um, Wherever you are, I hope it is too. And if it is, let me direct you to my friends at Beck's Sunglasses. Beck'sSunglasses.com. When you check out, use the code MATT20, M-A-T-T-2-0. We're going to save you a little money on your Christmas purchase. That's right. Going to save you a little money simply by using the code MATT20, M-A-T-T-2-0, when you go to Beck'sSunglasses.com. All right, here we go. Let's jump into it. Straight into my conversation with my dear friend, Aubrey O'Quinn. Here we go. You're in the hot seat. Hi, Chad Berger. Didn't take us long to get interrupted. I'm sorry. <laughs> it did not take us long to get interrupted, but it's okay. I mean, it was Chad Berger, so we yeah. can... Yeah. He's a great supporter, great friend. Got to say hi. Um, we speak of a great supporter. Let's jump right into it. We're talking... A, about the Western Sports Foundation. We're going to talk about a lot of things here uh, over the course of the next little bit, but we're set up in the middle of Cowboy Christmas. So for people that are going to listen to this before they come to Vegas and the NFR, where exactly are we? We are at booth 1701 in the convention center. It is the Western Sports Foundation Athlete Lounge uh, presented by Yeti and our great uh, presenting sponsor, WSM Auctioneers. Um, I like this concept, the Athlete Lounge, and it's honestly just a place for people to come 
basically sit and relax. Yep, sit, relax, hang out. We've got a couple of cornhole boards. Um, we've got some slick horns, so lots to do, lots to kind of just kick up your feet, relax, and it gives us a good opportunity to share what Western Sports Foundation is and does and what we're what we're doing here. So Okay, so let's talk about that. All right. I know, but I also know that there's a lot of people in our world that don't truly understand everything that is uh, involved in the Western Sports Foundation. It's more than just helping guys out with their bills when they get hurt, which I think is the misconception a lot of people have. Yeah, it is. And, and I mean, it's that's a huge part of what we've done, right? You know, Rider Relief Fund um, is what our roots are in. That started in 1998 after Jerome Davis was injured. Um, you know, so for 20 years, that was what our focus was on, was providing financial assistance to these guys when they got hurt. Um, you know, but the industry shifted and we're shifting with it. And, and part of that was what else can we do to really help these athletes, not just while they're competing, but long-term. So we have five areas of wellness we focus on, uh, current education, life skills, financial planning, mental health, and physical health. Hang on, do that again. Go through yes. the, the, the five. Current education, Yep. life skills, Yep. financial planning, Got it. mental health, Got it. and physical health. I want to slow that down so that people can truly understand that there are basically five branches of the tree, if you will, and, and it's not just so... Uh, solo centered. It's not just a one lane highway. There's multi facets to what you guys do. Yeah. So within each of those areas, we have specific services that we offer. So for instance, like within our current education, we have a scholarship um, that we offer and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go to your traditional community college or university if you want to go to a trade school if there's a certification that you want to get um, those are funds that are available uh, we have a career center that's available on our website within that it helps with resume writing you know searching for jobs we have job postings in there from you know various different industries um, within our life skills we have uh, social media personal branding um, you know crisis management so you know really trying to look at things full circle, um, giving them the skill sets of all the things that we think that they need. And, and hopefully then some, you know, financial wellness is just that we have a financial planner that's really good at giving them, you know, the tool sets of understanding when you do win, what do you do with that? How do you take care of right. yourself now, take care of your future self, but also knowing that you have to pay uncle Sam, unfortunately. Basically what it, it sounds to me like, and, and I say that, but I know <laughs> is it's not just setting up athletes for their careers. I mean, we're basically, taking these athletes in our industry and giving them every possible tool they could ever need to have a better life, not yeah. just to succeed in the arena or even after the arena, but to, to have a better life from start to finish. Yep. And that, and that's our mission, right? Is to prepare athletes for life in and out of the arena. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but the ultimate goal is to make them good husbands, wives, mothers, fathers, sons, daughters, but just good humans, good peoples right. and give them the opportunity, good people, sorry, good people. Um, but give them also just all the skills that we can to, if they choose not to be, if they're in high school and they choose not to go to college rodeo or go professional, hopefully they have those skill sets that translate to whatever life becomes for them, whatever it is that they want to go and do. They have those skill sets of understanding a checking account, a savings account, 401k, planning for the future, but also managing your social media, managing your personal brand. What does that look like? Um, so yeah, we, we want to just make them well-rounded individuals, um, but give them all of the resources that other professional athletes and other major, you know, 
teams have, whether it's within high school, you know, you look at football teams have endless resources, right? I can't say that that's the same for high school rodeo teams. So giving them the same opportunities that every other athlete have. So with that, we, we talk about major league sports, if you will, the NFL. Everybody has players associations. They have ownership groups. And with that comes a lot of financial support. Our industry doesn't have that. The rodeo world, the Western sports world doesn't have those guaranteed contracts. You know, I know we're seeing a little bit of an evolution with PBR teams and things like that. But ultimately, what I don't think a lot of fans realize is this is all self-supported. And so when a guy or a girl gets in a little bit of a, a bind, if you will, it's up to them. That's where you guys come into play. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's our foundation, what our roots are built on. But yeah, we offer financial assistance to um, due to injury. And what's really unique, I think, about how that works is we don't have a whole lot of parameters, um, you know, on, on how we offer that. I mean, what I don't what we don't want it to be is you're out for three months. That's the only time you're eligible to apply for this financial assistance. Um, you know, the, the parameter that we have is it's got to be an injury that occurred at a sanctioned event um, and that you just apply within 12 months of that injury. When you say sanctioned event. Does it have to be a PBR? No, it does not. Because that's a question that I get a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of times is they think that we're just solely affiliated with PBR, yep. and that's not the case. Nope. We help athletes in every organization at every level. So Little Britches all the way up to PRCA, WPRA, WCRA, all of the acronyms, all of the organizations, whether you're male, female, you know, 10 years old all the way up to 40 years old we're here to assist you if you're at a western sports event you basically have access to everything that western sports foundation provides yep no. um sounds pretty simple to me i mean it really does yeah it, and it is i mean we try and make it as easy as possible for them i mean uh, really for them to have access to any of the services you just have to go onto our website create a profile and then go to the drop down of athlete services and they can apply to work with our personal trainer i mean we have one of the top in the business right with doug champion and champion living fitness uh we have athletic you know a, an, an injury prevention um specialist with natasha mccain you know jenna more the best in the business i mean she's her she's takes the the whole saying of you know she's everywhere nowhere all at the same time but you know we have we have some very great providers but we have great mentors i mean obviously with you um you know cody lostro colby yates uh you know so we have some we i i continue to say it's a god thing where we over and over again continue to have the best in the business not just in the western industry but just overall in the in their specific field wanting to be involved and working with us and wanting to really push forward these Western athletes in this Western industry. You just threw all those names out there and it's kind of fitting because it takes me where I wanted to lead to next is the fact that you came up with the idea to start having these clinics, these three-day get-togethers, if you will, where, uh, well, you tell me, what was the idea behind it? Really, the whole whole purpose was is... um, outreach and education you know so the the problem was when we first started was you know we had switched over from something we had done for 20 years and all of a sudden we're throwing all of these additional resources and all the things that we offered 
how do we get it in front of the athletes? Right. And how do we get it in front of the people that are going to support this program? Um, and, and we tried doing, you know, some smaller uh, meetups and, and sort of, I guess, mini clinics, I guess you would call it, at some events. And it just, you know, when they're there, they're focused on what they're there to be doing. Right. Um, so the thought really came of let's do a wellness clinic where we can have their complete attention for three days, get all of our providers in one room and really give them all the information that it is that they, they need. Um, you know, we've been, we've got a, a fantastic facility with, uh, we're at the Academy at the Star down in Frisco, Texas. Uh, it's where the Dallas Cowboys work out. They do the NFL Combine, NBL Combine. Um, Which I think is fascinating because every clinic we've done there that I've been involved in, to see bull riders or bronc riders or bareback riders or barrel racers um, walk by and see NFL athletes, NBA athletes training and the way that they approach their sport, it's almost like you see this realization of, hey, if I want to be a serious athlete, I need to take it as serious as they are. It's a mind they're, shift. They're, they're yep. training side by side with you know, top tier athletes yep. in other sports. Absolutely. And I, and I think what it is, is it takes it from them not just saying I'm a professional athlete, but taking the steps right. to actually be a professional athlete. And I think being in that atmosphere, being in the facility, but also seeing all of these world-class people that are committing their time to be a part of these clinics mm -hmm. makes them take that shift of these people are taking me seriously. I need to take myself seriously. Right. What does that look like? And, and, you know, it's you look at these these athletes that they show up on that first day, right? And when they leave, and you know, they get in the rooms, and I think it, it's a lot. It is a lot of information. You know, we've got nine providers are there. It's three full days, packed full of educational sessions, breakout sessions, workouts, everything. Um, you know, but from where they are when they walk into where they walk out of there, they are their head is held higher, their shoulders are back, they're walking with confidence, and they now feel ready to go out and be successful. And I love what you said a minute ago about ultimately we have somebody that's going to help them with social media. We have somebody that's going to help them with the workouts. Somebody that's going to help with recovery, financial, everything. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we all get the most pride out of just seeing them leave there wanting to be a better human. Like, we've both been emotional over this so many times because you do see a change. You mm -hmm. see a change from uh, when a kid shows up on day one and you see that mind shift and, and like you can see their heart start to come out in, in a matter of three days. Yeah. And and I think too, it, I think it's, it's very humbling for them. I mean, this is such a unique industry and the athletes, you know, over and over again, I'm, I'm just blown away that I get to work with these people and even have an impact on their lives. But I think for them to be there and to see that there is a foundation, mm -hmm. um, but within that foundation, they have providers and they have people that are volunteering their time like yourself to go and be there and invest in them. It's humbling for them. It's humbling to see that there's actually people that want them to be bigger and better and, and to succeed. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's my, favorite part of my job actually do you ever stop and go we've got a pbr world champion that volunteers his time to come in and just set and try to help these kids for three days oh yeah it's amazing i mean he's a lot of the reason why i mean right we do our mental um toughness side of things and he's the the brains behind that uh you know but our financial wellness and that program he really was the one that came when we started developing these and thinking about what it was that we wanted to do cody lostro was the one that said aubrey like this is a, a set that I think a skill set that not to say that they don't have it, but to have someone that can really Nobody's talk them teaching. through. Yeah. Right. I mean, even, even 
outside of rodeo, it's not being taught, right? So to be able to tell them in, in such a unique situation as well, when you have contract employees where you're not having taxes withheld, like you spoke to earlier, it's not a guaranteed paycheck. So how do we make it to where they retire? And they don't, if they want to continue to go for years and years, they can. But if they don't want to, if they're ready to stop, that they're not continuing because they have to financially, they're stopping because it's time for them to stop. Belosho is also a guy that has been very open about how he utilized a sports psychologist the year he won a world title. Yeah. And that's something else that I think a lot of people don't realize is a tool that is available and it's accessible through the Western Sports Foundation. Yeah. And and that's where, I mean, I think you, you hear sports psychologist or you hear neurologist, you know, a lot of these terms, just a lot of folks are, it's scary, it's intimidating. Um, but, you know, Cody is not afraid to share that that's what the game changer was for him. Right. You know, the, the year, the year before he won the world title and how close he was. And, and then when he went and started working with a sports psychologist, how that changed his game. And he came back mentally, physically, everything stronger and focused and able to go out and become a world champion. How did you get involved? Oh gosh. Um, it was by chance, honestly. Like I, I've been involved now for nine years. Um, I have no. So do the math for me. <laughs> you started in two thousand. What is this? Two thousand and. Uh, so two thousand eleven. Eleven. Yeah. No. Two thousand thirteen. Thirteen. There yeah, we go. Sorry, yeah. I went backwards. Yeah. Um, two thousand and thirteen is when I started. Um, you know, my the exposure I really had to rodeo was my. Uh, grandfather used to take all of us grandkids to the national western stock show in denver every single year right um and you know i i lived in denver and i moved down to um pueblo and and you know just kind of started off in a a coordinating position and was lucky enough to um i say lucky um i kind of just got thrown into it right of, of figuring it out Funny how that works. I know <laughs> you know but but that's you, you sink or swim and and you know I I fell in love with it very quickly and and you know when we started off as right early fun I had no fundraising background no nonprofit background um and just fell in love with the people so you you basically just stepped into a position as like here help us try to figure this out <laughs> and kind of trial by fire yeah yeah a little bit I mean it's it was I I have a great board um you know I've had great people within the industry that have you know kind of taken me under their wing and and helped me figure it out and and all of that but yeah it was I mean it was a lot of just figure it out and and we'll hopefully land on our feet aren't those the best stories where you just (laughs) I mean because honestly like my announcing career similar in a sense is like I had a lot of help I had a lot of people that were supportive of me, but I never really had a lot of people that said, you have to do things this way. This is, this is the path. It was very much just, especially in the early days, it's just like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So, yeah. uh, let's just try it, yeah. I guess. Well, and with Rider Relief Fund, I mean, when I had started, they had had a pretty good system going and, um, you know, fundraising and all the things, you know, what, what it really got to be, I don't want to say scary, but you know, we're, we're kind of like, Oh, we're either going to sink or swim was when we made that shift over to Western sports foundation. Cause that was, it's the first of its kind in, in this industry. It's the first of its right. kind in any industry. So there's no 
guide. There's no map. It was really just trial by fire. And, you know, I remember actually having the conversation and it was at a PBR event in Tacoma with my boss. And I said, I have this idea. I'm not asking for permission. I'll ask for forgiveness if it fails, but I'm doing a wellness clinic and I'm going to see how it goes. And that was four years ago, and I what eight and or nine clinics ago. I was going to say we've done at least a couple a year. It feels like yeah, since then we did we did three this year down in Frisco um, in a mini clinic up at high school finals. Um, we did two last year. We did one in 2020, and I think two in 19. So um, yeah, we've we've had our hands full. Okay, let's talk personal uh, because everybody sees what you do. You know, on the front of the Western Sports Foundation, but you have a family at home. I do. That's where you tell us about the family. Yeah. No, I do. I've got, um, see, the trial by fire, right? No, I have got. Um, Wait, is this the first podcast you've done? No. With you, yeah. I mean, it's taken me nine years it's to get on It's a bunch of it. crap. The, the good news is, is you finally, you know my name, right? Bunch of so, crap. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> no, I've got three kids. I've got two little girls, um, Olivia, six, Charlotte's four, and then my, my youngest, Jackson, is two. Um, and a very supportive, fantastic husband, Nick, who, you know, just pushes me every day to keep keep doing it and as hard as it is to be on the road I mean he's he's the rock and the reason why I get up and do it is to you know just follow he knows this is my dream he knows this is my passion he knows that this is where to help other people yeah and this is uh you know where God's 100% meant for me to be so how do you find time like uh, and the real question is how do you find the balance because that's something I struggle with a lot is finding the balance between home and family and road and work some days I it's better than others. I mean, it's when I'm on the road, I make sure that I it and it it's really hard when you're in different time zones that right. I am up and FaceTiming the kids before they go to school and you know when pickup happens that I am, you know, I step away and make sure that I FaceTime with them then and you know before bed and and you know luckily the people in this industry, a lot of them have families too. So it, if, if we do have a dinner meeting or something like that, it's got to step away at eight o'clock. I got to talk to my kids and, you know, they get it. Um, and, you know, at home it's, it's hard because it's having to shut it off sometimes. And that doesn't always happen. I mean, there are, Ashley Webster gives my phone number out like it's chiclet. <laughs> so, I mean, I've got people calling me at all hours of the Stop, night. Stop, but- <laughs> smash. Stop. No, don't, 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 don't. Um, but you know it's 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 quasi being on call right i mean when yeah. there's when major things happen and and you know i know that there is a gentleman that got hurt here this week really bad and i mean smash called me the next day of like yeah. hey did you hear about this hey i'm trying to track down his right. his family's contact information and i'm like yep let's wait a couple days so they can wrap their head around what's going on and then we can reach out and see what we can do to assist right. him and be there for him um some days i think i kick ass at it and other days I think I fail miserably but it's you know you pick up and try again the next day I I, I think you need to stop that I think you <laughs> kick ass at it all the time and I mean that sincerity sincerely because um it, everything you do is genuine you literally spend every day of your life trying to help others and I think there's so much value in that I I, I try to say all the time you know I feel like we were put on this earth for three reasons to be the best version of ourselves we can to help others and to glorify God. And the best way to do Mm -hmm. the third is by one and two. Um, you do that. You, you truly do lead by example and and you can see it with the way that you interact with people, but you're constantly working to make this industry better. And and I think that that needs mad respect that sometimes gets overlooked. And in the midst of all this, 
um, you have to deal with a health scare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my son was five months old. So February of 21, um, I was diagnosed with triple negative, um, invasive breast cancer. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was totally unexpected. I went through 14 rounds of intravenous uh, chemotherapy. Um, a month after I finished that, I had a bilateral mastectomy with reconstruction surgery. And then I started eight rounds of oral chemotherapy, which I finished in May of this year. So how, like total, chemo, start to finish? How many rounds or yeah. how long did I how do many it? Rounds? Um what did I say? 14. Well, you're making me do math again. 22 rounds. So, okay. So over 20 rounds of chemo. Mm -hmm. Did it just oh, zap it you? Sucked. It sucked. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, being 37 and having three young kids and a demanding job, right. um, you know, it's, it sucked. I mean, you lose your identity in a way, you know, like as, and I mean, most moms, right. Can say like when you start having kids, your identity shifts and changes anyways, but losing my hair and my eyebrows and my eyelashes and, and, you know, and then losing my breasts and, and my body morphing and all of that. I mean, it's, it's still a struggle. I mean, I still, I still wake up every day and I don't have, you know, my hair that was down in the middle of my back. And, you know, I, I struggle with, the compliments of like, oh, I love your haircut. It's so cute. And my, right. my instant response to that is like, oh, it's not by choice. And I'm, I'm having to train myself to be like, oh, thanks. You know, like I'm trying something new out or whatever. Yeah, um, but I almost look at it as like what a blessing it is to share your testimony yeah. too when you get deep into it. Because there's so many people that reach minute struggles in life yeah. and they get into a depression or they start to think, how do I overcome this? Well, not only are you in the midst of this crazy, wild, you know, profession, career, yeah, uh, in the midst of taking care of your family, but you're climbing this mountain of adversity that most people, I, I don't want to say would, would give up, but a lot of people suffer with the strength to just keep moving forward in that lane, much less take care of everything else. Well, you know, but I feel like that's where I feel so fortunate and lucky to be in this industry. Like I can't say if I was doing what I was doing nine years ago, if I would have had the strength to do it. And I mean, on those days, like this was, you know, I say it all the time, but it's like the, they become family, they become brothers and sisters and you get to know their moms and their spouses. And, you know, and, and for me, it's, I get that very close relationship, right. but you know, I, I know too, that a lot of times the athletes and the families have those connections with a lot of people and, and you never really know if it's reciprocated. And, and when this happened, I mean, Peyton Gay, you know, rallied a ton of the PBR wives to, you know, they all gave me like over a thousand dollars in home chef gift cards oh. and, you know, set up an Amazon wish list to just send, um, blankets or socks or shirts or books or anything like that. And, and, you know, there were so many prayer chains and I got cards from people I had never even met, but it was, you know, like our financial wellness gentleman, you know, Justin, one of his friends just sent me a card and said, I've never met you, right. but I know the impact you've had on Justin's life. And because of that, I just want to tell you I'm praying for you and I'm thinking of you and you know and, and so it's like in those moments where I didn't feel like I could do it. Right. You I knew I had someone on the other side of the country that was praying for me. So um that was, you know, you I'd get random text messages from 
Ryan Dirty or Gage Gay or Chase Outlaw or Matt Triplett, mm-hmm. you know, like we're thinking of Yob, you got this, we love you, you know, so it's they they're your family and when that situation that in itself lit a fire in me of when I was on those weekdays that pushed me, but coming back even more so I'm like, I am going to do I'm gonna move hell in high water to make sure that this industry and these people and that how just genuine and unique that they are. I will do everything I can to make sure that they have every resource they need to be successful and happy and live just long lives that they're they're happy and, and they have the funds to do so and they don't have to struggle. Crazy that sometimes it's the darkest days where you see the brightest lights and you realize that there is so much good in the world. We get caught up with all the negative bullshit that we see on television or that we see on social media, but at the end of the day, I really do believe there's evil in this world, but there's so much more good yeah. and positive. You've just got to find it. Yeah. Um, we go back to Western Sports Foundation, and I, it's, we're going to be kind of short and sweet here today because we could talk for hours about your story. We could talk for hours about Western Sports Foundation. But at the end of the day, we're in the middle of a giant convention hall, and you, like always, are working your tail off. <laughs> But to go back to the Western Sports Foundation and everything that they provide for athletes and their families, uh, we mentioned earlier, other major league sports have endless uh, means of finances. Not the case here. We mentioned WSM auctioneers, Yeti, who are helping here during the NFR. There is a number of sponsors that through the year will will help mm-hmm. by making contributions. But at the end of the day, our fans are the lifeblood of this organization. Yeah, they are. I mean, they, they're they the ones that, you know, help us to continue this mission. And, and I think so often as an individual with families and friends and all of that, you know, it's, oh, I don't have the means to do it. Or, you know, I don't have a hundred bucks and, you know, really it's, a dollar. If you have a dollar, yeah. that helps us. You know, yeah. every, every little bit of it helps. But, but we've that, got that—that's true. That yeah. and that's sincere. Again, I keep using that word because that's—it's just how I connect with everything at Western Sports Foundation. Like you truly mean that. And a lot of people will go, "Oh, what's a dollar going to do?" It's almost like during the presidential election. Well, my vote's not going to change mm-hmm. anything. Well, my dollar is not going to change anything. Yes, it is. Like it is. It is going to add up. Yeah, it does. I mean, if you think about it, if I mean, how many fans are attending the NFR, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how many people right. can fit into Thomas and Max? So let's just toss a number and say it's right. 10000 If every single one of those people gave us that $1, that's right. $10,000, you know? And you, multi- you multiply that by the countless rodeos, the countless PBR events, whatever it is. You know, it, it's, it's $1 if you think about it. And if you save it up and you give it all at once, if you just do it when you can or... or and even, even if you can't give a dollar, but you just talk about what we're doing, right. it's going to get to the person that can do it. And that's what makes the difference is it's the outreach with the athletes, but it's also the outreach with the people that care about this industry, that care about the athletes, that enjoy coming to the rodeos, whether it's a sponsor and it's Pendleton or it's Cinch or Wrangler or Area Boot Barn, shout out to all of you guys for thank you for all of your help. Um, you know, but or it's just getting it to an individual that buys tickets to NFR every single year and he hears it and they say, man, you mean to tell me like if 
if there was an athlete that got injured tomorrow or there was an athlete that whoever wins the event, right, and walks away with however many thousands of dollars, they can call Western Sports Foundation and talk to a financial planner that's going to tell them, look, enjoy the fruits of your labor, right. but make sure you're taking care of your future self too. Like, And here's need, how we can do that. Yeah. More importantly, and that's the question, is like a lot of people understand they need to take care of their future. They just don't understand how. Yeah. Well, that's what this is all about. Look, we're going to show you. We're going to give you those tools. We're going to show you how in the different ways. Yeah. And we don't, I mean, and we talk about it all the time in the clinics. Like, we're not here to make you not we're not trying to make you think about not being a rodeo athlete right. anymore live in but the eventually now it's going focus to be on over. that now yeah but you know talking with you know ryan dirt eater he's a great example he planned ahead you know and how grateful is he now and let's say he was 23 when he decided to go and start getting his journeyman and, and go start working as a plumber when he decided to retire he had something to, to right. look back on he focused on his career he had a successful career he won the pbr you know he's the event pbr champion he went and was on you know the nashville stampede and won that like he had a very successful career but he also took care of his future self and so we just want to give you the tools of continue to be a successful rodeo athlete pour your heart and soul into it but let's make sure that you're taking care of whatever the next hat is that you're going to wear is taken care of as well so if somebody's listening to this right now and they want to find out more information or they want to make a contribution where do we send them wsf.org uh, you can donate from there. If you're an athlete, you can donate if you have the means to do so. If not, you can always just set up a profile, sign up to come to our wellness clinics. Our next one is in March. Um, we've got four scheduled. Uh, you can sign up to utilize any of the resources. But two, I think it's good to go and educate yourselves on what it is that we do. Whether you're a donor or an athlete, it's great to know what the services are, what's all available. And, you know, we really strive to, I mean, for 21 or 2021 going into it, I mean, we had 70 cents of every dollar that was raised went directly back into our programs. Which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, you, th- you think about all the nonprofits that are out there, 70%. Yeah. And in 2002 or 2022 alone, I mean, we ra- or we helped over 200 athletes. Yeah. So between our clinics, between the various different resources, we've paid out over a million dollars in 2022 alone and wellness resources. So when we say every dollar helps, a million dollars is a big amount of money, but every dollar helps us get to that. And we are only going to continue to be able to help more athletes and, and be a resource for them. And so every dollar helps us continue that mission. But again, it goes back to educating people on what exactly mm-hmm. the Western Sports Foundation encompasses. And I know there's a bunch of you that are athletes. And I, I, I know that because you guys always come up and, and stop me and say, hey, I listen to the podcast. Here's what my challenge is to you. Jump onto WSF.org. Uh, do a little bit of research. Look at those clinics intently. And if you are a Western sports athlete in any discipline and there's any possible way whatsoever you can attend one of those clinics, get there. Well, one thing we didn't mention about those is the clinics, um, they're free to attend for athletes. Right. They need to get themselves to Frisco, Texas. But once they're there, we cover your hotel. We cover your, your breakfast and lunch for the three days you're there. We cover the cost for the providers to come in, for the facility, all of it. So it's, um, you know, the, the hope with that is 
one, treat yourself like a professional athlete, invest in yourself, but invest in yourself without having that, like, you know, it's either gas to get down the road to the next rodeo or it's going to a clinic. We want to take that out of it and allow for you to really true come and be focused on it and not be worried about the financial burden that being at that clinic may cause. So it's free for athletes to attend. There are limited spots. We cap it at 25 athletes per clinic. So make sure you get signed up quick, um, quickly and... It's it's a life it's and it and it doesn't matter if you're brand new to the sport. It doesn't no. matter if you're a teenager. It doesn't matter if you're a world champion or a multi-time world champion. We've had so many different levels of these athletes show up at these at these uh, clinics, and every single one of them has taken value away from yeah. it. And I think every single I mean us us as providers, you know, we sit in and every single time we ourselves take away something else. We learn something new. So don't think because one, you know, a lot of guys I think always come back and say, you know, well, I don't want to do this because I don't want to take away from someone else who needs it more. That's my job. My job is to make sure that I raise enough money to make sure that every single athlete that comes to us has those resources and that we're not turning any of them away. Um, You know, but you, no matter where you're at in your career, whether you're starting off, whether you're getting ready to retire, um, you know, and anywhere in between, there's something that you can take away that's going to better you in the long term. Uh, Social media. If you're on Instagram, it's at Western Sports Foundation. Uh, if, if, if you lose the website, just Google Western sports foundation, but it's pretty simple. WSF.org. Um, anything else you want people to know, take away from this off the top of your head. I know we will sit down again and do a long form version of this because I just think there's so much information that is out or isn't out there yet. Yeah. Um, And I think that we need to continue to try to get it out there. But if you're listening to this and you know about the Western Sports Foundation, tell people. Yeah. Because you never know who you're talking to or who you might tell about it that might go tell somebody else that can help change somebody's life. No. And I think, you know, for me, I'd be remiss if I didn't think, you know, all of our providers, Mm -hmm. um, you know, for the, the love and the heart that you guys put into this to, to helping my mission and my, my goal of these wellness clinics to come to life. I couldn't do it without every single one of you, um, you know, and to, and to the athletes that continue to support us and to talk about us and share the message. I mean, you, to you older generation, you are the the leaders for this younger generation. So use your voice, use the power of your influence and and share. And if it's not ever a resource that you use, at least you know who we are, you know what we do, and you know how to get, you know, people access to it. Personally, how do we find you on social media? <laughs> oh gosh. Or is that something No, I mean you certainly can. I post my kids. Um, there's a nice picture of my bald head up on there. I'm on Instagram. It's Me just, too. It's Aubrey. Yeah. Well, Welcome to my world. Now I you think, understand. I think my head looks better bald than yours. I so. agree. Um, Instagram, it's just Aubrey Jean 26. I'm on um, Facebook. It's Aubrey O'Quinn. Um, I'm not. I'm not interesting, but you know, you can see a little glimpse into what my life is outside of being on the road and, and working with rodeo. Athletes. You say you're not interesting, but I think you're fascinating. I think you're. Uh, incredible human being, and I think that that is why I I respect you enough to ask you this question publicly. When I go back and do the intro to this show, how would you like to be introduced? Because I've introduced you a number of different <laughs> ways. 
Going back to the uh, very first time I introduced you, yeah, at the World Finals. I mean, I will, I will let you tell. Hell, I mean, story. you can, uh, you can go to Amber. You can, I mean, what I don't even Ashley, remember. Ashley, Aubrey, Audrey. Yeah, um, no, I, I go by all of it. I mean, that's that's my my that's that's the best way, right? For my my introduction to you was World Finals, and for those of you was who that don't the know, first time we met? I think we had met before that, but I mean, that was. I, I don't know. That was, was really the first time I felt like we interacted that I can remember. Yeah. I'm not probably. good at remembering f- no, like any of that stuff. That's but. fine. But we uh, we walk on stage and Matt just goes to introduce me and is like, and here's Ashley with Rider Relief Fund. And I'm like, oh, God. And we step off and I'm like, you know, it's Aubrey, right? And, and, and honestly, I the first time was a mistake. Every, Every subsequent time, <laughs> time since then has not been. And it's almost a running joke now of how many more a names can i think yeah no um i think i mean i am obviously aubrey o'quinn i am a mother i am a cancer survivor and i am a believer and a lover of the western industry and i am gonna drive it forward with every ounce of my being to do so so However you want to spin that, you can. I hope you realize, and, and I know you do to a certain extent, but I hope someday you stop and you go back and you realize just how many lives you've affected uh, with your personal story and with your career. You have changed so many lives for the better, and I hope you I hope you truly understand that. Thank you. I um, hope you do, too. Another A name, I, I think it's pretty simple. You're just awesome to me. You, <laughs> you know that. And so I, I appreciate you taking the time. I know it's a busy, busy 10 days here. Um, if people are coming to Las Vegas, make sure you stop by the Athlete Lounge. Athlete Lounge. we got some great giveaways. We're giving away uh, some Yeti. Uh, we've got some great gift cards from our partners from Boot Barn and Ariat and Montana Silversmith. And, you know, we couldn't do any of this without our presenting sponsor, WSM Auctioneer. So come by, stop by. We've got daily giveaways. We'll be doing it through next Saturday. Um, and you can come and hang out, relax your feet if you're out there shopping um, and just learn more about us. So Booth 1701 yeah. if you're coming to Cowboy Christmas. Thanks for taking the time to do this. Thanks I for having it. me. Anytime. Um, again, WSF.org or on the gram. Pretty simple. Western Sports Foundation. Aubrey, hanging out with me here today. Uh, God bless you for everything you do and for everything you put up with, well, especially for me. <laughs> I wouldn't have any any other way. Thanks, girl. Thank you.